You ready? Ugh. <laughs> no. Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Fraser podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 903, First Temptation of Daphne. This title. <laughs> what? It's gotta be a reference to something. It's First Temptation of Christ. Oh. oh. It's a movie. It's. Is it about somebody that goes into the briefcase of their husband? Yes. It's about when Jesus goes into the briefcase of his husband. Wow, people do not talk about Jesus' husband. There's a reason this movie got banned in a number of places. Anyway, so... Silly. I don't know why people don't like briefcases. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the things. So the... Lightning, you know, lightning strikes, mm -hmm. can mm -hmm. strike twice, and then it doesn't, just once, and then it's 21 minutes and 14 seconds, and the writer 21 is- 21 minutes and 14 seconds? Yeah. That's really short. short I know. I, wow. I went and looked, and I'm curious, I, we won't know until the, we're like kind of midway through, but it's just yeah. like, they're cutting lots. That's yeah. like- that's 20, another, about like 15, it's another 15 second commercial. I thought it was like 30 seconds. Because weren't the other ones like 2140 if you go back to like 820? Like what's like 820 or 821? 822 is 2256. Yeah, that, that's, 2208 is 21. 2124. So, okay. So, it, so it, I it, feel like that one was short, but. Yeah, but it feels like every year they're adding at least one commercial to it, which I guess says a lot about, like, the popularity of the show. Mm -hmm. Probably because, maybe because, like, Seinfeld was off the air, so this was kind of, like, taking its place as Or is big... maybe even better than Seinfeld. Well, sure, but I'm saying in terms of, like, popularity at this time. Wow, I thought that was going to get more of a response. I, so, honestly, I loved Seinfeld when I was in my late, teens mm -hmm. i'm not today i'm not super into it like i, I really want to rewatch seinfeld mm -hmm. next podcast anyways uh, people would hate our podcast <laughs> they would like hate we couldn't it. we couldn't we i could don't not. think we could do it because people would be like hate you i'm like we already have bad reviews on this podcast plus so. there's a million out there anyway let's talk about fraser instead we'll talk about fraser let's talk about Frasier. let's talk about fraser uh so the writer on this episode is gail abrams who at this point has written only two episodes? She only writes four total. Okay. This is her third one. Okay. The first one was The Great Crane Robbery, which okay. is the one with Alan Tudyk. Which, oh, okay. Like, we gave a decent rating. We liked I, Okay, because in my memory, that really stood out to me as being a good episode. Well, yeah, that was like an episode we both really enjoyed, but had a weird ending, and we were both kind of just sort of like, yeah, this is pretty good. Uh-huh. And then the other one she wrote was Hungry Heart, the one where Daphne's weight gain finally reaches its climax. Mm. And uh, yeah, we gave an extremely low rating to that. But I think that's a lot to do with like the subject matter that was already. Yeah, being but put also out like there. the way it was portrayed at the end. We were like, no. I don't no. even remember. I like blocked it from my memory. So the thumbnail is her on the floor. 
Yeah, I know. So, I know, you know. I know exactly what episode that is. I, yeah. I prefer the Bruce Springsteen song. And- <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, I believe we all do. I blinked my eyes and missed this title screen and like realized uh-huh. I was like, wait, hold up. Uh huh. And then went back. So mm-hmm. recipe, recipe for disaster, mm-hmm. which is what we should have called this podcast. <laughs> I feel like we've come up with a number of better titles for the podcast based on these cards. I'm sorry, someone from uh, someone from my live journal days named this podcast. <laughs> I don't uh-huh. think I'm not even sure if they know that this podcast exists. Dave's having some technical difficulties over there, being his slipper. <laughs> uh-huh. Just slip and don't use the slip and slide during I'm the podcast. Slip and then a slide, and anyway, someone from your live journal days named the podcast. They don't know it exists. I think they do. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. They have a podcast. They're like, I think I told them, and they were like, I also have a podcast. And I'm like, great, not going to listen to it. <laughs> That's really jerky. I hope they're not listening. <laughs> it's just like, I don't have the time to like listen to everyone's podcast if it's not. Like, this is the thing. It's just like, well, if I like Frasier, I'm going to listen to Frasier podcast, right? Mm-hmm. But I can't listen to everyone's podcast mm-hmm. especially it's just like oh that's a cool topic it sounds like a cool podcast but it's not something like i'm interested in right and like that's why none of our friends listen to this podcast because mm-hmm. all of our friends hate fraser <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, that's, oh, no, not, that's true. not entirely that's true. That's not even entirely I true. I would say there's one person you and I both talk to regularly, like almost every day, who watches Fraser all the time. He also doesn't listen to this podcast, but whatever. Anyway, so let's talk about the ep- episode, though. Uh, we're in Fraser's apartment. We got Niles. M- Martin's back from the hunting trip. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, sure they're is. They're setting up the table. They're going to have dinner. Fraser's at the door. I don't know. Do we need to talk about any of this? He was out with Duke again. Yeah, he was out. He was out hunting. It didn't go great, and um, yeah, that's. I feel like well, that actually okay. is important. Okay, Duke can fit twenty-seven marshmallows on his mouth, like all at once. That's apparently. so many marshmallows. That is like a lot. And so there's this game. It's like mm-hmm. what was it called? Like Fluffy Bunny. Something like that. Yeah, something bunny. I think it's fl- fluffy. Seems right. Well, you're supposed to put a marshmallow in your mouth and say it, and then yeah. put another marshmallow fuzzy? in. Yeah, maybe fuzzy. Yeah, and. I don't feel like going according to the end scene that that is what's happening here. They're just trying to see how many marshmallows yeah. you can fit in your mouth, which like is a choking hazard. Sure is. Yeah, that that's definitely what I it's thought. It's like the them. cinnamon challenge. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's less dangerous than the cinnamon challenge, but I don't think it's not. I think dangerous. it's still like you can definitely choke. Yeah, because like once that one goes down, if you're not, you gotta like dig all the other ones out to get. To the one that's actually choking you. And yeah. like, yeah, no, that's that's potentially very dangerous. Especially because, like, then you panic, you breathe in real fast, uh, more going to, like, yeah, that's a, that's a dangerous. We're not fun people. We're just like, we're just no. like at the party and people are like trying to have a fun time. We're like, you could choke. I'm just like, we're like I'm everyone's not mom. Gonna. I'm not going to try and stop anyone, but like, I'm not gonna. I think mini marshmallows sound more fun. You can get like 50 in there. Yeah, well, like, I feel like you're more likely to choke on those because, like, you're more likely for to like when you're breathing for one. I've of those seen how you eat popcorn uh-huh. dangerously. You like to live I'm in the fast lane. Eating those though, like I do chew though. Big league chew. That's that's just a th- you're just saying words. 
that no, have the word because reset. we were saying you chew them, and I was assuming like, okay, never mind. <laughs> so this whole beginning scene is just a setup that there's a crooked in the house mm-hmm. that well, Martin- it's two setups. There's two setups happening simultaneously. Okay. One is about the color burnt sienna. Mm-hmm. It's orange. Don't ask Martin how he knows. It's brown. Burnt sienna is orange. Burnt sienna is a brown with a, t- a hint of orange. It's definitely more of a brown. Okay, please, everyone write in and tell me if it's brown or orange. You can look it up. I know he up. says brown. No, no, I'm saying you can look it up, like, what burnt sienna is. And also, I knew what it was. So this is the thing. So it, it, Martin acts like it's a big deal that he knows that burnt sienna is brown. But, like... I remember having burnt sienna crayon. Yeah, me too. Growing up and it being was, and being oh, like, oh, I guess it's kind of brown. A deep reddish brown pigment. Yeah, reddish brown implies that it's brown with uh, some reddish. I guess that's. I guess that's why I think it's orange. Oh, I don't like that color. Yeah, but like I always thought it was so weird because it was like, it's not like I had the like big crayon box. Mm-hmm. You know, the you big had like the box. medium one. I had like I had like a little one. It wasn't like. The, like eight or ten or whatever but it was like it was pretty little like it was small 20 or something maybe a 20 yeah 20 whatever th- that thing is but like and i, I just remember burnt I mean, was si- it crayola or rose it was crayola oh gosh crayola look we were poor but like we splurged on a few important luxuries and one of them was crayons like we didn't buy rose art we didn't have siding on our house but but we had crayola crayons <laughs> I'm so, well i mean they're only a dollar 39 i'm still i'm saying like we got the good crayons i didn't we know didn't that have, why don't i want some of these crayons I'm we didn't have a flush to toilet we didn't have a flush toilet but we had crayola crayons Rose art ones are like have rocks in them and they tear your paper. I could never understand. They're, yeah, they're bad. They're like, real bad. I don't even know why I had them, but I would be like coloring with them. Okay, they're 250 on this on um normally. There were a number of things I wasn't allowed to buy because I just want like, to know what the freaking colors are. Hold on, this is very important. Okay. There were a number of things we weren't allowed to buy because like you'd have to buy batteries for them and you keep you, it's so expensive to replace the batteries, but like we could we could get some good crayons. Is all I'm saying. Crayola to retire color from iconic twenty four count Crayola box. Thank you. News. <laughs> Not- is that the burnt sienna? <laughs> Did they retire? Okay. Anyway, the whole thing. No, is- I need to know. I need. This is important. I cannot. I don't okay, care. What are you if searching? If you don't care about crayons, you can just skip this part. What What are you searching? Red, red, orange, orange, yellow, yellow, green, green, sky blue. Blue, violet, brown, black, white, gray, magenta, pink, light blue, aqua green, jade green, peach, golden yellow, yellow orange, mahogany, tan, and light brown. There's no freaking burnt sienna in this. I bet if you look up like that box from like the 80s, if you're able to find an 80s one, you'll find that there was definitely a burnt sienna. Anyway, that was a color I always just thought was really weird because it was like, what like i know what all of the rest of this is i used to have like favorite colors from Mm -hmm. crayola Mm -hmm. i don't remember what they were but i definitely wrote about them on my blog because i thought it was so cool (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, uh-huh. But one of them was the, one of the colors they always give you a Bob Evans, like in a three pack of crayons, which was something like this crazy neon orange and like some other random color and some other random color. They give you three colors only. Why was one like this crazy neon orange? You know, that I'm normal color. It was like the late 80s. Okay, fine. Also, I, I don't actually know what Bob Ev- Evans is. Oh, it's like a homestyle like restaurant. Oh, so it was like a hojo? It was like a, a hojo. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I said you could get country fried steak there, probably. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Because you could get, you could get, you got crayons at a hojo also. It was a similar thing. I love a good hojo. I've only been once. The only thing I remember is that my brother was half asleep when we went there. Oh, and he, he ate a whole apple ate, core. He ate the entire apple core and all. <laughs> I love it's the only the thing story. I remember. Is every time I think of Howard Johnson's, I'm like, oh, that's a place where my brother ate an entire apple. An entire, like, the whole thing. It's weird because, like, I don't know what if homestyle means anything to people that aren't American? Yeah, I know. It, like, I feel like home style makes a lot of it's assumptions. It's like mashed potatoes. Yeah. Like, like I, I, or I'm imagining Salisbury any, steak. Imagining anyone in the United States who's like, who like lives here but isn't a white person. Home style does not mean that. Like, home style does, like, means something specific to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where, where, like, the idea of home style makes a whole lot of assumptions. But that's what it says on the restaurant. I know. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, Frasier. We should talk about Frasier. I don't care we, about Frasier anymore. Uh, we, cricket, we had a drink cricket, before this thing, and I think it's hitting noise. both of us. Okay, cricket noise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Daphne is asked to get a folder by Niles mm-hmm. or Sienna, which is causing all this disruption. Yes. Yeah. And finds out. Because in that folder, what's a folder for? Why was she asked to get the folder? What was it? Uh, so he's making a roast, and oh, it's like the recipes he, in it or something. He needs a recipe for the glaze. Which, what if when you take the roast out, that's not the moment when you need to go get the recipe for the glaze. You got to have that glaze ready because you take that out when the roast is still hot. It's like coming right out of the oven. Like you, that's when you're putting it on. That you're not you're not gonna start the glaze. Like, you're not going to start prepping the glaze after you take Look, the roast Niles out. Niles is professional, and, like, that's when he starts prepping the glaze. It's not. So, uh, but what Daphne finds is that a woman's in love with him, a patient. Mm-hmm. And because apparently in the time it takes to figure out this is the wrong folder, she read an entire patient file. Well, all you need to do is read, like, the first things. Is the, is the very first thing is in a patient file. Is his handwriting that legible? What I'm saying is, like, if you open a patient file and you're like looking for a recipe, how far down do you need to go before you get to the part where it says she's in love with him? I don't know. Maybe it just says in huge letters, like in red with a heart. <laughs> okay. I guess. I like. I just feel like this premise is built on. It's a flimsy foundation, is what I'm the saying. The whole story is flimsy. I know. That's my point. The very the big- cricket story is flimsy. So, this story is flimsy. Here's the thing. Don't at me. No, this no. is a podcast. You can totally at me yeah. about this. The, the, the cricket story, I'm actually okay with the cricket story because of the fact that, like, to me, the cricket story is just, like, it. it's fluffy silliness that, like, I'm okay I with. I don't like the level of rage and Frasier about the cricket. 
It's... I actually kind of, like, to me, it kind of makes sense to me. Where it's just sort of like, because this, this is his home, this is his domain, this is a thing that, like, him not having control over something in his home has been a point of contention a number of okay, times. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. The, the but, but so has Daphne's jealousy. But I don't like that whenever Niles gets jealous, she is, oh, you're being so silly. But every time Daphne is jealous, it's like this huge big thing. And mm-hmm. like, I don't think it's portrayed the same way, which is I mean, sexist. Yeah. But also, again, this like is- a man is supposed to be jealous or or like it doesn't. You know, oh, you're just being silly or something. But if a woman being jealous mm-hmm. is this big serious thing, and blah, you know, like yeah. it's this big emotional commitment, like mm. her, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I will say the the thing is, like, this is the same writer who took the storyline that we hated to eleven. Wow. And uh, like we specifically about Daphne, like, it's- but I do like that they're all in the kitchen. And Fraser thinks he spots the cricket and steps on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, bold move. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just a toasted almond. Mm-hmm. Fraser's got to get his eyes checked. The thing is, like, I see. He you know, is I see like, the well, the how ground. tall is Kelsey Grammer? I know I should know. Okay. He's like six he, four. I'm sorry. Those six inch or eight inches. If he's six four, one. I don't think he's six four. That's that's a very tall man. He's very tall. I know he's very tall. I don't think he's, maybe he's six four. I think he's really tall. I know he's pretty tall. Okay. The thing is, Beast is not super tall. He's just, he's broad. Fine. He's six wide. <laughs> okay. I was going to say. So, like. Holy heck. I'm saying. He looks really tall. Well, he's, again, he's tall and he's very broad. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Yeah, Kelsey he has grammar. broad shoulders. Yeah. Like, he has, like, Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, those five inches that he has on me are not enough to change Think your... about how many inches he has on a toasted almond, though. So many. Okay, but what I'm saying is, the five inches he has on me do not affect his level of perception from the floor enough that if he can't tell the difference between a toasted almond and a cricket... His his eye he got he got to get okay, some glasses. Okay, once when I was little, I, across the parking lot, I thought I saw a uh, severed arm. <laughs> I was uh-huh. very very scared. I was going uh-huh. to the grocery store with my mom, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Mom, I think that's a severed arm over there." So she took me over. Well, I was really concerned. She's like, "That's not a severed arm." Mm-hmm. So on the way back out in the parking lot, we went over there to see if it was a severed arm, and it was just a paper bag. It was a paper bag. It was a paper bag and not a severed okay, arm. Okay. I, for a second, I thought you said a paperback. And I was like, <laughs> you needed to get your eyes checked much earlier in your life if you thought that. No. B- that small book. I did miss something on, you know how like it was required to take the like eye test? Mm-hmm. So one of my eyes, I definitely missed a letter and I was very upset about it. And I think the doctor should have been like, it's okay. Uh-huh. Because, you know, everyone was like, I had 20, 20. That's a little kid. That's how they talk. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what mine was. Like, it probably wasn't that good. And I realized it was probably because, like, I have an astigmatism. So it was probably in that eye, which I don't even know what eye I have one in. Uh I'm pretty sure my right eye. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I realize now that that's probably why when I covered my eye, I couldn't see one of the letters properly. Like, mm-hmm. missing a letter in the thing is not a huge deal. Like, I don't think they're going to be like, you need glasses. Because right. I could read it. 
I read pretty much everything properly except for one letter. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying it's easy when you're in a panicked panicked mood to mm-hmm. see something as a cricket when it's really a toasted almond. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't want I don't want to skip past this scene yet because there's a few things okay, I'm okay, going to talk okay. about. But one, I think we haven't talked enough about the the actual the actual thing the thing which is, I know, but it's the thing. If okay, we're going to okay, talk about okay. the episode, it's the thing. So because so yeah, Daphne reads the file and it immediately she knows you know that there's this woman that is apparently in love with Niles and she's worried about it because the thing is and Niles's thing is basically just that like one he can't talk about it he's the he's her psychiatrist he cannot talk about it it's not allowed like it's it, it you know it, it's a it's a major violation of her privacy and he isn't allowed to talk about it and I think don't this- you think psychiatrists go home and talk to their significant others about their patients? I don't know if they do. Maybe they do. They definitely- Probably in generic terms. Maybe in generic terms. I know, like, like there's this one book that I was reading written by, like, a psychiatrist, and he was talking about discussing th- patients with, like, other psychiatrists. Yeah, I think that happens for sure, because my therapist asked if, like, can she discuss me with other her other therapist like probably like her mentor therapist right or her like friends or whatever like not her friends but her therapist right friends colleagues yes her colleagues yes or colleagues i would be okay or colleagues yeah you know lassie Mm -hmm. can know my problems it's fine Mm -hmm. because you know she might need to get an opinion about something you know, like, I think that's just normal. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. fine. I don't right. mind. Like, right. this the thing is just like, I think, like, in this case, he could have talked generically to calm Daphne down and mm-hmm. been like, to me, it's very obvious that Niles could feel like her jealousy in the situation. And like, I think he does say like, not to worry about it. Yeah. That it's normal. But like, I think he could have done a better job of being like, Oh, I can see that this is worrying you. Yeah. Let's talk about this. I can't tell tell you specifically about my patient, mm-hmm. but I can tell you I don't have feelings for her. Right. And that her feelings for me are, you know, like that's a thing that happens because I sit and listen to her and yeah. she, you know, she has trouble trusting people. Yeah. So her feelings for me are probably because she doesn't trust people or something you know like i don't know that is a thing that happens not necessarily her but like sometimes patients they when they you know they're craving uh you know a a a focus on them an Mm -hmm. attention to them Mm -hmm. and that's what they they end up i mean we're just speculating but like i feel like there's lots of things that niles could have said in this moment there yeah that's the thing he i agree i'm agreeing like yeah he definitely also then there's no conflict Right. Even yeah. though I feel like all the conflict in this is very... Uh, that's a th- this is one of those episodes where a lot of the conflict comes from, like, there's a really easy conversation that they should have had, and, like, this just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Sometimes a wacky misunderstanding comes from... If that's funny, comes from not saying the thing, but it's because you don't know that you should say the thing. He's a therapist that focuses on relationships mm-hmm. and should probably notice like obviously she's feeling jealous there's a lot of ways for me to have this conversation mm-hmm. and the entire thing builds from the fact that he doesn't somehow doesn't notice that Daphne's like 
feeling upset and jealous and isn't just like hey okay here here's here's as much of the deal as i can i can talk to you i mean about your feelings what happens is kind of funny but i don't like daphne being painted in this light and i feel like this could have been a different situation in which something similar happens but they could have gone about it a different way like Mm -hmm. maybe the patient runs into him at Cafe Nervosa yeah. and starts saying something and she can tell from the body language that she's interested in him. And then she's like, oh, I need to find out everything about this woman because yeah, yeah. Niall starts saying like, oh, that's one of my patients. And, right. and he's, you know, she's like, well, she's obviously in love with you. And he's like, oh, yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even notice she's one of my patients. And like, yeah. then he, she gets nervous about that right yeah because like the reading the file piece is flimsy and then the the fact that she's confronts him she specifically says which is great yeah here is a problem that i am having Mm -hmm. and he's just sort of like nah it's fine it's fine not a big deal Mm -hmm. and then like ignores it yeah it's weak yeah if it was a thing where she came across it and never confronted him yeah, like if she saw the information, right, mm-hmm. but then realized that she got the wrong folder and yeah. then didn't say anything and then decided to go figure it out on her own, yeah. I think like, that's actually a better story. Like when she yeah, goes to Roz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she just goes to Roz like, uh, oh, what about this thing, right. you know? The whole thing works way better if she like opens the thing and just like slam, you see, you see her like yeah, slam yeah. it shut and put it away and grab a different folder mm-hmm. and was like... And then later, you see her talking to Roz and explaining this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, I go, okay, yeah, this is fine. This is an amusing sitcom, like, like scenario that I can get behind. Yeah. Whereas if... Because it, it seems less real. Because the yeah. fact that she's going to Niles, which is a thing that she should be doing yeah. in a real relationship, right? Yeah. Just go, I'm having a problem, and then your partner is helping you through the problem. Right. And yeah, it makes way more sense if she sees something and then decides to investigate it on her own. Right. And, and then it, see, seek the advice of her, you know, one of her friends. Right. And it also feels way more like an episode of Frasier if yeah. she doesn't confront him. Yes. And yes. all she had to do, if it all gets concluded at the end by her confronting him and him just being like, oh, no, it's just this thing. It's blah, blah, blah. Yes. I think that would feel a lot better. I think that would feel a lot better and ends up could be a lot wackier. Yeah. The the episode, the entire driving. It feels a lot better. Yeah. I agree. The driving force of the episode is should have been cleared up in the first scene. Yep. And it's not. Yep. Okay. Um, But, okay. Two very small things I just want to say about this episode. One, I really like when Frasier comes home Finds out Martin didn't do well in hunting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says that line, mm-hmm. like, uh, what he says is, you know, I guess that means for the next several weeks we'll hear you grouse about the grouse and carp about the carp. And Niles asks, like, uh, you've been working on that, haven't you? And he's just like, well, there was traffic. Like, I just yeah, yeah, really yeah. liked that idea that he's, like, running through scenarios mm-hmm. in his head. And he's like, I know what the response is going to be if I say this. It's going to be mm-hmm. this thing. I just found that very amusing. But also, when he says the line, Dad, sorry to hear your trip was a bust. This is another one of those things that you can only... It's its easier to notice on headphones than it is probably on TV. Mm-hmm. This was clearly a re-recorded, like, like, ADR line. Okay. Which makes me wonder, like, you don't normally see that in... 
this sort of like multicam sitcom thing. Uh-huh. Clearly, he went into like this is a thing where like he obviously had to go into a studio and re-record this line and try and like line it up with his mouth. Uh-huh. But like when you're listening on headphones, it sounds like it's coming from a different part of the room, uh-huh. sort of because he's talking here like we are, as opposed to talking over here and saying, you know, Dad, sorry your thing was a bust. He's saying. Dad, I'm sorry your trip was a bust. And Mm -hmm. that's, which sounds probably mostly the same to Diana, but to people listening. Well, one you said a lot louder. (laughs) Well, sure. But it's the difference between projecting in a a room and saying it into a... I really like projecting at a movie theater. (laughs) But I don't know. It's just, it's a very weird thing when I hear that. And I'm like, that feels like someone in a different area... Things only Dave notices. <laughs> Man, there's a. I, I just. I signed up for Medium and I'm planning out a whole series of Things Only Dave notices. That should be the name of your job. Probably. Job? Will. That should be the name of your job. <laughs> it should be the name of my job. Honestly, it kind of is my job. Things I know. O- things Only Dave notices is kind of my job. Anyway. anyway. Um, yep, that does happen. Let's go to the next scene i guess let's finally get okay, to that Catherine Nervosa. yeah so roz is there with fraser fraser's going on and on and on about the cricket mm-hmm. i don't like so roz is basically like look i have a kid and i have to deal with this all the time yeah being kept up and blah 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 i just said that fraser was being very annoying mm-hmm. and but i don't like that line he gives to roz about like oh i wish that i had a three-year-old so i can win every like Every like, argument. Yeah. Yeah. What? Also. What a bad friend. But also he did have a three-year-old. He knows what it's like. He should have some sympathy. He knows. He, he didn't have a normal three-year-old. Do you know that baby was just never made a noise? <laughs> just was stone, like, quiet. Every, every noise he made was just quoting Virgil. Yep. I don't know why. I think that's the second episode in a row I've implied they talk about Virgil. And I don't know how often they've ever talked about they've it. They've definitely talked about Virgil. I'm sure they have, but it's. Such a specific thing. I don't know why. Yeah, nothing's ever specific on this show. I know, but like they change it up every time. You know why? They do mention Virgil in in the finale of Sense8, which I just watched yesterday. So that's probably why. Okay, so he's talking about the scone. Mm -hmm. Daphne is there, by the way. She's just... Mm -hmm. Hold on one second. Sorry, because you mentioned the scone. Mm -hmm. What day-old banana, what berry could... Be mistake? Could you like? Because okay, yeah. Because like, just a banana. Okay, so the whole premise is that this is called nervosa berry, like the scone that he got. Yeah, but he thinks it's yesterday's banana scone. Banana has a very specific flavor Mm -hmm. that is nothing like any berry I've ever eaten. There is nothing you could eat. I mean, it it tastes a lot like banana berry. What exactly? Like, there's just, there's no berry that you could say, like, there's no combination well, of berries. were there berries in the banana scone? I don't know. Like, it, like if if you called it, like, Nervosa Special, Nervosa Surprise, Nervosa, well, something like that, I could be like, all right, I get it's it. It's going to be, like, hard. Yeah, like, a scone, a day-old scone is going to, like, there's, I'm going to say, most of this episode isn't super offensive, but a lot of it's flimsy. Like, a lot of it is just, like... Oh, yeah, it's not offensive. It's just flimsy. Yeah. Like Unlike this, the day-old scone that would be hard as a rock. Yeah. Like, 
what happens with it, I do think is funny. Like, like I think he's just irritated. He's easily irritable because he wasn't asleep. Yeah. But I do love that Roz is just like, do you smell banana? And uh-huh. he's just like, that's it. I'm going to go up but, there. Like, that I, is funny. I, th- I think that's very funny because she wants to... Daphne's asking Roz if she knows about transference. Yeah. Well, first she asks Frasier. Frasier is dense. Frasier is so dense in the scene because he's... First of all... Because I, of the scone. Well, it might be... Yeah, it could be. It the could dense be. Dense scone, dense brain. You yeah. know what they say. Uh-huh. The one thing I do think is funny. So, like, yeah, Daphne asks if he knows about transference, and he's like, yeah, more than most. Yeah, no kidding. Because he almost married a patient. Of course he knows about patients falling in love with their doctors. He literally almost married one of them. What about, what about the audience of your podcast falling in love with you? I mean, that's just natural. I get I it. Look, I appreciate all the people that have been writing in about falling in love with me, but like... I feel like if you want this day-old banana scone, go for it. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> Rude. Deserved it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so anyway, so then, yeah, Fraser runs off and there's a whole discussion with Roz, and Roz is just like, obviously you gotta learn more. If... Some gotta lady. learn more about this lady. You gotta know everything about her. Cause why? Why, Roz? Why? Stop it. Because I hate she... when Roz is this person. Yeah. I don't like when Roz is this person either. Yeah. It... Because I just don't. Is Roz is petty? I don't know. Like she I... is about some things, and I think like that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't like Roz as this person because Roz to me is just too carefree to to. Why she doesn't yeah. care? Yeah. Yeah, it's... And, like, I know maybe it's, like, she does actually care, and then she pretends that she doesn't care, but I also prefer that she's carefree and just, like, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's a... It's weird. I don't... This is a whole women against women Mm -hmm. thing, and I think that's part of the problem... Yeah. ...of this instead of... I don't think she should talk Daphne out about her feelings, right? Right. But she shouldn't egg her on either Mm -hmm. she could just say you know if like daphne said like well i found out where she worked she could say oh i'll go there with you right yeah or something like there's a lot of things in this where it's just sort of like if she was just doing the thing but she's just being a good pal she could be like i think it's a bad idea but we could do that or something i don't know like it's a very it's almost like that, you know, Lucy and Ethel yeah. kind of like shenanigan happening. Uh-huh. Mostly, I really like the scene of where they go down to visit the woman. Yeah, yeah, that part is amusing to me. But yeah, it's 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 built on some uh, levels of pettiness that yeah, I'm, I it make me. I just wrote like okay, so we find out her name is like Heather Murphy. That's a really the mm-hmm. only thing that Daphne knows at this point. Yeah, and then I just wrote bad advice. <laughs> Well, that's not like Roz's thing about how, like, she's troubled because her name is Heather. What? Well, so this goes back. Do you remember there was that thing where Frasier was going to have that blind date with that one woman that Roz set him up with and was like, and he said the wrong name and she was like, oh, she's not a blank. She's a, that, that woman goes out with the weatherman and blah, blah, blah. Like, do you remember? Like, that was a whole thing where it's like, you can't date someone with that name. You can only... Get some, I mean, with it's this like, name. okay, we all have that thing about the name Chad. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, oh, Chad. Like, uh-huh. w- but it's like, it could easily just be Michael or David or yeah, Anthony yeah. or something. Yeah. 
But it's like, it's that idea of like a name signify. It's just like, we all have names that are like a bad memory for us, whatever yeah. that name may be. Right. So right. like Roz, Roz has met and been with a lot of people. She mm-hmm. probably has some names that she doesn't like. Right. And I think everyone does, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean like universally that really means anything. Right. It's just the idea of like, a name is bad. Right, exactly, yeah. It, it's just, I don't know, it's just, like, I was Heather, like, and I'm thinking of, like, Heathers that I've known. Well, and Heather, like, Heather Locklear. My cousin's named Heather, so I feel like. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I got cousins named Heather, too. Like, oh, I'm, yeah, you do. Yeah, I'm just thinking of, like, Heathers that I've met, and I'm like, I feel like this isn't. It's a weird, like, it, it's... I like that name. There's a, there's a wide range of people that I've met with that name, and, like, I don't I don't feel like any of them are, like, they're trouble, you know? It's just, like, it's just a name that people have. Yeah, it's just a person. It's yeah. It's just a person's trouble. Yeah. It's just, like, any individual can be trouble. Yeah. Doesn't mean an entire group or entire people, entire uh-huh. anything can be trouble. That's uh-huh. how it works. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of the theme of our entire podcast and lives and most of the things we talk about. So, what about crickets? Clash of the Titans. Mm -hmm. What about what? Crickets. Oh, so we're at Fraser's place. Mm -hmm. He's gonna, he's, oh, is this when he's trying to sleep on the couch? Not yet, no. I feel like, okay, has Gail Abrams ever actually interacted with a cricket? Like, really? Like, an actual cricket? Has she ever been in a in, in a PetSmart where some crickets got out? Oh, there's always a cricket that got yeah. out in PetSmart. The thing is, like, crickets are very loud. And, which Don't, I know- okay, Fraser should never go to Texas because, like, in the summer, I know I've talked about this, uh-huh. they are so gross. They, like, congregate outside of some store. Like, you can go into stores that just have crickets just jumping all around in there because there's just so many. Uh-huh. And on the outside of the store, they're just so many. <laughs> Right. Like, it's awful because of, like, weather change. Like, it doesn't get cold enough, like, right. in the winter. So, like, there's just um, so many. It's right. awful. It's well, awful. Plus, the frequency with which they chirp is based on temperature. So, Oh, like, and it's, it's just so loud and terrible. Right. So, when it's warmer, not only are there more of them, they chirp more frequently. It's awful. Yeah. But the thing is, if there's one cricket in your house... Mm-hmm. It might take you some time to figure out where it is, mm-hmm. but it won't take you long to figure out generally where it is. And also, he starts like swatting at it. Clearly, he sees it, right? Mm-hmm. Crickets spend a lot of time stationary. Like, they jump really Yeah, far. they write a lot of letters. <laughs> like, when they jump, they can jump pretty high and like far. But like, when they're not doing that, they're just, they just chill in one place. If I swat, they're not like a housefly. If I swat at a cricket, that cricket dies because it didn't move. Mm -hmm. He's, we see him do that. We see him chasing this cricket down and failing to get it. Like, we see multiple times in this episode where, like, they know where the cricket is and can't get it. If I see a cricket, I can take care of that cricket. Like, if I'm trying to kill a cricket... Oh, no. I know. I don't because I catch bugs in our house and release them. But I'm saying, if I'm Frasier and my goal is kill the cricket, the cricket dies Mm because it doesn't move very quickly. 
Okay, the old, the big takeaway from the scene for yes. me is when Fraser guys Fraser says, "Dear God, can you make him shut up?" And they're just like Martin's response of like that prayer doesn't get answered around here. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like this episode is difficult for me to talk about because it's like I find elements of it very funny. Like I think that line is very funny. Well, also there's another really funny part in this where yeah. Martin's talking about like the sounds of crickets and like, "Oh, you like the crickets when we're like at the cabin or whatever. Uh-huh. You like the sound of crickets." And he goes, "Yeah, well, I like the sound of a bubbling brook, but I don't want it surging through my condo." <laughs> I like right. the word surging. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just like this idea of like this brook like going through his house. Uh-huh. Yeah, like no one would like that. Right. Yeah, I agree. That's the thing. Like that's funny to me. Like, and that other line you just mentioned. Also, is also he wants really to get funny. an exterminator for, for one, one cr- cricket. Yeah. Like, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's one. Just go get it. Just get it. Why? Also, why hasn't Eddie chomped it by now? Well, because we see Martin says, you know, terriers are born hunters, which also Eddie is. Mm-hmm. We've seen this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's established that Eddie will hunt and kill things. Mm-hmm. But, like, Martin mentions him being a born killer. He's like, go get him. And he starts chasing his tail. Like, he's got to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's not going to see it. He's not going to go kill, like, hunt down and kill the noise because you say, go get it. What? Go he doesn't get- know what to get. Yeah. yeah. But, like, eventually he's probably going to see the cricket and probably attack it. Yeah. But, like. I mean, that's why cats are good. Yeah. A cat will attack that cricket. A cat 100%. will eat that cricket. Yeah. Will eat a centipede. yeah that'll happen dang that noise was grosser than a centipede (laughs) don't so now i'm excited because we're at niall's apartment next we are are. have you seen this bedroom i don't think so yeah i didn't think we had so daphne's all like tell me about your day i totally don't have like something i'm searching for and what you're going to tell me Mm -hmm. which i'm sorry her question about his day implies like is this woman going to see him every day no he would probably she would probably only see him once a week i would like at most i would imagine like she's gotta have like there's some stuff going on if she's seeing him every day and also like i mean yeah you could see her therapist like twice a week Mm -hmm. but also like is she sending him flowers and being super inappropriate in which case he would end that relationship with her because she's overstepping the like Right. boundaries of mm-hmm. like their defined relationship mm-hmm. i would imagine yeah yeah because he's like yeah she's like tell me about your day because obviously you've only got like seven I, patients and i'm and i, I and, but i love that his response is like oh he's not used to it because like <laughs> uh-huh. but also like he just tells her about some driving gloves he sees, uh-huh. and that's pretty much it. Yeah, but yeah, I think you you kind of stop because it's like Maris never wanted to hear about his day because she had these crippling migraines. Mm-hmm. But they uh, also didn't share a bedroom. Also, that Mel couldn't talk about her day because she always had their like teeth whitening molds in mm-hmm. or whatever, which like. I guess, like, yeah, I guess it's kind of funny, like, this idea that, like, just the, both of the women that he was with long term were very, like, cold and, like, didn't want this thing. But also, the weird thing that, here is that that implies that, like, does Daphne, Daphne, Daphne not normally ask? Daphne also doesn't want to know about his day normally and only wants it because of jealousy. Yeah, like, that's They've weird. been together a year, and this is the first time they've ever talked about their day. No. 
people don't talk about I am always honestly surprised by couples. I know like Dave and I are like an extreme couple. I know this because we could probably be on like Amazing Race and we'd be those like really annoying people on it. <laughs> AKA all the couples on uh-huh. there. But also we would definitely get in a fight and just lose because of some we couldn't figure out how to do something like based on it. And I would be like, well, I want to do it this way. And then finally at the end you'd be like, yeah, I blah, blah, blah. And then we would just lose. Anyway, we would lose before that happened because they're always in some country that all, all the cars are like manual. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 It'd be yeah. Like Diana doesn't drive, and I only drive automatic. I would have. To, I would learn before we go on, on a mirror, amazing race. Uh huh. But like, I, I also like don't know how to swim, so I'd have uh, to learn how to swim. Like, there would be something and like, like that. eat a tarantula. <laughs> My point is, there'd be something like that where it's just sort of like, oh, that's the thing we uh, we needed to train on that thing. Also, is the Amazing Race still on? Also, this I, doesn't matter. None of yes, this <laughs> I think it is still on. I don't know. Okay, None of this okay. matters. So I love that, like on the TV, mm-hmm. where the like news person mm-hmm. is like talking or like whatever, like entertainment tonight kind yeah, of yeah. show she's watching, and Julia Roberts has been cast in in a role where like she falls in love with her therapist and of course she wins the like uh-huh. wins the therapist's love uh-huh. and it's just like doesn't this sound familiar daphne uh-huh. open the briefcase uh-huh. i do like that they used a like kind of old promotional still of of jane leaves because like she's it's one this is wait, a picture i've seen before wait, it's of jane leaves yeah, because when she says the like, doesn't that sound familiar? Daphne, go open the thing. It cuts from Julia Roberts to a picture of Jane Leaves. In, it in, does? Yeah, but it's an old one, like with like from like several years ago when she still had her bangs uh-huh. and like a whole and like. Yeah, her hair looks very different here. Yeah, and it's like, I recognize this picture from when we were playing The Sims and trying to make like mm, make mm. Sims of all uh-huh. the characters because this is one of the ones I looked at. I was like, I recognize this. Jane leaves promotional still that they used in this thing. It's from much earlier in the show. And I just think it's kind of interesting that, like, that's the thing they picked. They didn't take a picture of her for this episode. They used an old picture. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think that's just very interesting that the way that they did that thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I, I still, I was amused by this, especially because I was like, what show like this is going to be like? Julia Roberts has been cast in a movie, and here's how it ends. And then I was like, oh, because this is a fantasy. Like, this is a, a, like, a, well, not fantasy, I guess. It's a paranoid delusion more than a fantasy. Well, it reminded me a little of the movie Amelie. Mm-hmm. Like, where the TV's sort of talking to you. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're having an emotion, the TV's sort of, like, talking to you. Yeah. We have this, you know, she starts to go over to the briefcase and, like, Niles comes back, but mm-hmm. then he gets the page. Yeah. And it's one of his patients. One and of so them. she goes back into the yeah. to briefcase to yeah. like read all about this thing. Yeah. The thing is, like, she seems to be doing this because she assumes it's this patient. If it was that patient, wouldn't he have gone to grab the folder? No. Why would you need the folder? You might not need it. If you He's got it. He doesn't with grab any folder. He's got it with him two days in a row. If he's ever going to need that folder. It's just in folder. his briefcase. But why? He's got lots of patients. Well, he is in love with his patient. 
So we're going to the next scene to find out. Okay. So okay. Fraser's on the couch. It's not in this scene. Yeah, it's not this scene. Okay. So Fraser's on the couch mm-hmm. um, trying to sleep because of his royal chirpiness. <laughs> uh-huh. And so he's just rearranged his whole schedule. Yeah, because crickets are nocturnal, and so now Fraser is too. But also, Martin's just been to the vet and bought a gecko. Or yeah. Borrowed a gecko or yeah. got caught one. I have no idea. I don't know. He's just got himself a gecko because geckos eat crickets. Okay, but I. Okay, one, he gets his advice from his vet. Also, this conversation about how he wants to grow tomatoes. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. And like. How the condor board doesn't allow doesn't allow flowering plant or fruiting fruiting, fruiting plants. Uh-huh. I like the word fruiting. Mm-hmm. It was funny, Mrs. Dowfire, and it's funny here. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Run by fruiting. Mm-hmm. One of the best lines. It's a good line. Oh, Mrs. Dowfire is very like such a good, so good. But they have the gecko. Who? Okay, I'm glad the Fraser brings it up because I'm just like, you cannot just release a gecko. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be like lost in the house, but that's okay because, you know, like the gecko eats the cricket and then they get the owl. And then mm-hmm. why does it go from owl to tiger? <laughs> Is the tiger the like well known? Oh, yeah. Like, Tiger's like the nemesis. N- the most common predator of owls in every place where owls live. Like, that's why owls are such a problem in California. Like, Remember, there's a whole thing with environmentalists talking about the spotted owl, how, like, there's just way too many spotted owls just destroying the environment because there's no tigers in California. Mm-hmm. 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 Do they have alligators? No. That's See? the problem. That's the problem. The thing is, you know what eats the gecko? Eddie. Eddie. Because Eddie's not going to necessarily attack a cricket because it doesn't move enough. But you know what moves enough for a terrier to attack? A gecko. Which was my reaction as soon as he was like, well, we'll release a gecko. One, I was like, yeah, either the gecko is just like now in your house but has nothing to eat. Because the only thing it was eating is maybe it comes across that one cricket. But, but I, two, Eddie 100% is going to eat this cr- this gecko. I love that Martin is making a harness for the gecko. He's uh-huh. just like, well, obs, we make a harness. Yeah. And then they don't have... I love that they had some string, but he's, like, used it for some steak. Yeah, d- used it to stabilize a veal shank. And then he he was just like, you could use dental floss. And then he's like, not my cinnamon wax. Uh-huh. I love that it's so specific. Yeah, that that line feels like lines that Frazier would usually use to talk about some super fancy thing mm-hmm. that he has. But I'm like, cinnamon wax, that's just... Normal that's just, that's just floss. Reach. That's just floss. Like when you, it's harder to not buy cinnamon waxed. Yeah. Like that's just normal floss. Mm-hmm. That's not. I do buy some specialist floss. <laughs> that's <laughs> hard to find. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm saying like cinnamon wax. That's just that's just floss. Like that's just a normal. Like I can go to yeah, Target. I use like cat whiskers. <laughs> uh, you know, I just, I feel like there, 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 uh, you need to come up with something more obscure for, for Fraser's answer here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than cinnamon like waxed. Peruvian. Yeah. Snake fruit strings or something. It's my favorite. Favorite. <laughs> anyway. My favorite cereal. I don't, I think that's all we need to talk about in this. They're making a harness for, out of floss for gecko. Okay. Which floor is the other woman department? Mm-hmm. How is she the other woman? 
She's not. In Daphne's mind, if she's taking it to this level. Okay, but I love Roz. Roz goes in there, takes charge, uh-huh. talks to the assistant like, hey, this is my two o'clock, blah, 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 you know, and just like, I'm here for, it's just like, Roz is amazing in this scene. Yeah, she storms it's just her like, way. It's just, ah, yeah, it's just yeah. great. It's talks her way past the receptionist by sending him off to go get some coffee. Mm-hmm. Very good. Weird thing in this scene, her office seems to be made of plywood. Like, unpainted, unvarnished plywood. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's really weird. It's like, is that just looks like... And all her lines were just delivered, like, post, right? (laughs) No, no, those were not. But it's like, you should go back and look at it, but it's like, this office looks like it's just made of plywood. Not the whole area. I thought there were shelves in it. No, I'm saying not the whole reception area. I'm saying there's a couple of walls in it, specifically the walls of the office, her office itself, that it looks like they just didn't paint that or something. It's weird. It's really weird. And uh-huh. maybe it's a stylistic choice, but I'm telling you, it looks a lot What's like- What's a stylistic choice? Like, unfinished workspace? I, I don't know. It, it's like- it's not immediately noticeable, but like yeah, I didn't notice that. it. Caught because I watched it a second time because I took notes for this a couple of days ago, so mm-hmm. I rewatched it so it could be ready for this episode. And I was like, "Hold up, that just looks like plywood." Yeah, so I just wrote Heather two o'clock go Roz, mm-hmm. and then I just wrote weird exclamation point. Oh, you know what I wrote down? Remember IMAX? Why? Because the receptionist guy has, like, an orange iMac, like the old original, Oh, like, iMac. I thought yeah. you said iMacs. Yeah, I said iMacs, as in... No, I-M-A-X. Oh, oh, oh. And, <laughs> but you're saying M-A-C. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. weird how Max uh-huh. and Mac sound similar. Yeah. Well, I was saying it plural, so it is exactly yeah, the same. It's exactly the same. Actually, when I went to counseling in college, they definitely had the old, like the colorful uh-huh. IMAX yeah. in there. Is, like, if you don't need a lot of processing power, those were great. Those are a great thing for somebody that just needs, like, just general computer stuff. Those were great. And also, they had that cool. great Jeff Goldblum commercials. They had very good commercials. I don't remember that. They are very good commercials. Anyway, so, like, Heather shows up, and we find out, like, corporate is downstairs, yeah. and everything Roz is saying is just, like, yikes, and she runs away, and <laughs> yeah, then yeah. Daphne- <laughs> It's all about confidence. She's like, lying is all about confidence. Just be be confident about what you're saying, and as soon as she gets called out, she's just like, run! And just takes off, which I do find very amusing, and, like, where she's just sort of, like, the least confident you can be, where she's just like, Go! Let's get out of here! That's how I always am. I mean, it's not to say that I'm, like, never confident. That's not true, but, like, I would not... I'm not... I don't... I'm not good at on-the-fly lies like this. I would have to, like, spend a night thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, no, I'm not either. Well, I'm more... When I'm with Dave, I definitely can, like, lie up a storm. <laughs> yeah? Not too to you oh okay not to, like no, but i'm like, like if we were at like sometimes we're in a situation together where like i feel like i've been the person like speaking up mm-hmm. for some reason mm-hmm. because like you you have trouble speaking like i just did just right that's okay <laughs> and like i'll say the thing because uh-huh. i know what you're seeking 
because I'm a fortune teller, apparently. I don't know. I just like, I just know there are moments where, like, you were incapacitated by emotions, where I became the person that was the confident person in the situation. I can think of one situation. It was like, I'm having trouble thinking of what you're talking well, about. Well, we don't leave the house because we're too busy doing podcasts. <laughs> so it's true. Uh-huh. Yeah, we need to finish recording this podcast okay, so I can so post a different podcast. I don't know podcast. what we figured out about Heather. She exists, and she's she may be in a fake office made out of plywood, so put together for a, for a, a a weird grift scenario. Oh, that's all. That's what I'm guessing. I mean, if this was Community, it'd make a lot of sense. <laughs> uh-huh. Or the grift. So here we are in Fraser's apartment mm-hmm. again. Yeah, we're back, and we find out that the most dangerous part of a gecko is its mind. <laughs> Uh-huh. But you do find funny. Like that that is pretty funny. Mar- like, but like, I love that they're like basically doing this stakeout and then yeah. they're playing this game of like the ten women they can have on Love Island. You mm-hmm. gotta take it seriously. Uh-huh. And it's just like, who would your ten women be? I'm not answering this. Okay. I'm not I'm not Gillian Anderson. Well, it is kind of a gross question. Yeah, the I reason guess. I'm not is because it's an implication that they just get to just decide and bring them. We're going to okay, take these well, women. Well, I guess, like, who would you want to hang out with Who would you? I want to have chosen to come with me is a, yeah. different, is a very different question than who do you get to take with you? Well, okay, you just, like, end up on an island yeah. with ten... It doesn't even have to be... I guess, honestly, I know this is Love Island, so the yeah. idea is that maybe you hook up with one of these ladies and, but, one. like... All of them. I'm saying in the fact orgy. That, Can we even have that on this podcast? Yeah, whatever. It's look. It's already we're already talking about two men discussing which ten women they're they're gonna have with them on Love Island. Clearly, that's the assumption that's happening oh. here. It may not be specifically stated, but definitely well, that's the assumption. Gillian here. Anderson, BB Newworth. <laughs> I think I think you're combining Gillian Anderson and Gillian Jacobs. Yes, I am. <laughs> Which uh, are both pronounced, they're both spelled the same way. They're both spelled the same way, but then I forgot. I had a drink. Just erase everything. No, no, it's fine. No! No, it's fine. No, it's bad. I'm it so is, sorry. No, I apologize. I made yeah. everyone's ears hurt from yelling into the microphone. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, don't, don't answer I'm it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not. Please don't. No yeah. one wants to know your ten choices. It's not. I don't. I kind of think this is weird that they're doing that. We do find out like they have this crush on this bookstore lady. Yeah, like that. Martin's always going down to the bookstore. Just and then to- she got a belly ring. Mm-hmm. I think that's like an implication of saying. I think that's like a suggestion that maybe she's like sexually promiscuous. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely a connection like, there, and like, and that's bizarre. Yeah. Well, also, like, when Fraser says, like, because Martin keeps going down to the book club, Fraser's like, oh, going down to the bookstore, Fraser's like, I thought you were in a book club. And Martin's like, there's definitely a club. Ew. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. implies like, Martin Are there a bunch knows? of leering yeah. people, like, like, looking at this That, like, person? Martin knows? Okay, one. So, if you can see the belly ring, I guess it shows that, like... Her shirt is kind of short, but it was the 90s, so we wore all high-waisted pants. Yeah. A.K.A. mom jeans. And then, like, you... All the sh- things are, like, baby doll shirts, so, of course, you could see if they move their arms up. Uh-huh. You would be able to see that. But also, like, 
belly rings okay i guess this is early 2000s but like that was super popular piercing then and yeah. they're so popular now yeah and i guess like i also think that's an indication that she's younger i would yeah. imagine yeah i don't know it's not like she's a tongue ring which to me would be way more of an indication of a thing right uh-huh what it, nothing so the gecko is the important part here Important. Let's, yeah. I'm just talking about piercings. Uh huh. The gecko is the important thing here. Cause I like I that Dave's reaction. Dave's reaction. I'm just look. We're. I know. We're, we're veering. We're veering in directions. The. Okay. Let's get us back into the gecko the territory. Gecko. So, the the gecko does catch the cricket. Apparently, it does. The cricket not making a single noise until just before a gecko chomps it. Again, they are just. They're, they're, it's like they're sitting there with the gecko on a string, clearly, really still cl- attached to the floss thing, which still I think a, is, yeah, yeah, I do find, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's really funny, yeah. But like, and then he's like pulling the gecko in like a fish, right? Yeah, which I think is also really funny. But like when they put the gecko away in the box, and and like Martin's like turns to Fraser and is like, "Are you still gonna use this?" <laughs> like, uh-huh. no, it's been on the gecko. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. You just spool a little extra out and cut it off, and you still got your. I I no, you just get rid of it. It's like when the oven guy stuck his finger in the oil. Okay. No, that is different. <laughs> that is very different. Like that is a bottle of a liquid that he stuck his greasy finger into after going to the bathroom, and I think not washing his hands. It doesn't matter. And I don't care if like, he did wash his I know. hands. I'm saying. I'm saying this is. It was already beyond the line. We should have poured it into a yeah, vestibule. I, I thought he was going to do a thing. I handed it to him. Anyway, that's not important. That's not important. The important thing is there's a difference. That's they, not the same they as are, a school of floss. They are excited to still be on the hunt. Yeah. Cause so maybe they release the gecko. <laughs> uh-huh. Because maybe there's another Maybe there's another cricket. There could be. That calls for the whole family. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there was there was a thing I was gonna say though. But like that, like they're just sitting in the kitchen watching this this gecko. It's clearly also just watching this cricket for a while Mm because it's like it's just there. Mm -hmm. That means they know where the cricket is. Mm -hmm. Just kill it. Like that's the thing that bothers. Like it just keeps getting to me in this episode. It's just like it's if you know where it is, you could just get it. It's right there. You don't need a gecko. Just to do do the thing. Just it's right there. Here we are in Niles's office. <laughs> Daphne's showing up, and uh, mm-hmm. Niles is very disappointed in her. Yeah, he is mad. Mm-hmm. He's really mad, and like understandably, like do you? Well, think- he does a bad job. He's done a bad job. She's done a bad job. There's, there's some bad jobs happening. Bad grift. <laughs> Yeah, this is bad. This has been a bad grift. Every problems have been happening all around. But I do get Daphne's point that she's making. This you- is an anxiety-based fear that she has mm-hmm. that she should have talked about at her camp. I uh-huh. feel like, and I feel like she did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I feel like her focus there was about like Niles' idea of her being this like perfect un un touchable being but like, but like what has niles done i mean okay to be fair he doesn't have to do anything for her to have these feelings right but if she never talks about them mm-hmm. i mean i think it's important that it gets out right yeah and like 
even if she's even if Niall says when I'm with other people like I'm here and I'm always thinking about yeah. you it doesn't really necessarily it might make her f- feel better in this moment but that's probably something she's always just going to struggle with yeah like this idea because she's I feel like she's we've seen her jealous before and I think like this is just who she has problems with that and mm-hmm. I and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing it's just like a thing yeah it's it's only a bad thing if you let it send you in some really irrational places like say lying your way into a person's office and mm-hmm. like you know betraying your your husband and putting his career in danger anyway not husband, that, luckily like that doesn't happen in this episode right um, yeah the thing is though like un- but until she's talked to him about it the fact is like she, she's not wrong about the fact that literally the entire time we've seen Niles in relationships until season eight, he has been in a committed relationship with one person and in love with another. It's true, yeah. Like, this is all we've known Niles well, to be. Well, he should have tried to get with Daphne before he even decided to in quotes settle for Mel and I he understand I mean, like there did. was Donnie yeah yeah I understand there's all these things blah 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 but that's 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 the thing so I think like yeah her reasoning behind it is totally valid yeah but uh should we talk about the end scene like I sure. think this uh, th- this is like really touching this moment in the office is uh, nice. yeah I think and it then, like is. it ends nicely yeah it it shouldn't have gotten here, but I think it, it the fact that it did like I think it ends as well as it could. But I I just yeah yeah like I I think it's like this is another one of those things where it's like the foundation of this is flimsy, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like yeah the cricket thing is funnier. Fine, yeah the yeah, cricket yeah, yeah. thing is just like oh that's a funny thing that yeah I do happen. like the end scene where they're eating the marshmallow uh-huh. where they're not eating they're trying yeah. to like fit them in their mouth uh-huh. and then. They still have the little gecko and the floss, but uh-huh. the floss is... It's well, in Eddie's mouth. It's in Eddie's mouth, yeah, as, yeah. We, as yeah. we were discussing before. Yeah. yeah, I know. That was the whole thing. I was like, Eddie's 100% going to eat this gecko. Yeah, I feel what? bad. I feel bad, too. But, like, the one thing that I do kind of like in this is that... I did my my Eddie, mm-hmm. my dog named Eddie that I had, mm-hmm. chewed through a Nintendo 64 cord as I was playing a game. Uh-huh. And I was like, why is my character just swimming forever in this direction? Why <laughs> won't it move? And I looked down and I was like, no, <laughs> it just like chewed through the entire like controller cord. Uh-huh. I, so w- the one thing that I do like about this is that this is a thing that this scene is done well. Like this is like this whole sequence I think feels more like a good Frasier episode where it's it's a thing that starts with like Frasier in a fight with Martin mm-hmm. that ends with them yeah. bonding. Yeah, yeah. And that I like. Mm-hmm. It, and and like there are elements of it that I think are weird and I have a problem with, but like I do like the sequence. I like the direction it goes. And it's funny, and like I think this is a good ending because seeing Fraser like stuffing all these marshmallows in his mouth when he definitely had a reaction when he heard that that Duke can stuff twenty seven marshmallows in his mouth. It was just mm-hmm. he clearly thought that knowing that was kind of ridiculous. So when you see him willing to do it, it's like oh, there's been a shift again. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like this happening, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. I like that piece of it. So as much as I have problems with 
some elements of the episode, I really like this ending. Mm -hmm. Not the Eddie eating the gecko part. I feel bad for the gecko, but Mm -hmm. especially because like it's just like in his mouth with the floss in there. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot. There's a lot of like logistics that that I'd like. I'm like, oh no, oh, oh no. If I think about this too much. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't don't, do that don't, thing. Don't think about it. You're I thinking know. about it right now. I am. I am. So let's talk about drinks. Let's talk about drinks instead. Drinks. Unless um, there's anything else. I had a Dr. Pepper I, and vodka. Rum. Rum. I had pineapple juice and rum. And uh, and in the episode, uh, there were some beers. It's interesting how, like, Martin keeps having, like, different beers. We never see, like, obviously we don't see Valentine's, but, like, the cans change. Mm-hmm. Like, there isn't, like, one can that I'm just, like... One of these days, I'm going to find out what that can is, mm-hmm. like I did with Sherry, and now I don't remember, but like I can go back in my notes and figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is not the same beer can that he had last time we've seen him drinking beers. Mm. Because we've seen him with like a white and blue can. This mm-hmm. is like a gold and red can. It's different cans. I don't know what they are yet. Maybe they're nothing. I don't know. They might not be anything. That, that There could be like local Washington beers could or be. California beers. Or- it could be. Because, like, that blue sherry bottle was a recognizable thing. They frequently have recognizable real things. Like, mm-hmm. that Crown Royal bottle they had when, mm-hmm. when Donnie and Daphne were supposed to be getting married. Mm-hmm. Like, there's recognizable things. I don't know what these cans are. Okay. No callers. Uh, not done yet. Oh. Also, there was the coffees with cream and sugar that Heather Murphy's receptionist went to go get for Roz and Daphne. Okay. We drank it, but they were they were things. He did go get them. Yeah, no callers because haven't been in the studio. I'm just saying. Next episode, I Still think there the might studio. be a caller. No, they're in the studio. Next <laughs> I know, episode. I know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. So, what's the good word? I bet you got some words. Oh, I do. Have I recognize okay. two. Okay. So, uh, can I guess? Can I? I want to see if I can guess what two of them are. Chap fall fallen. Sorry, that's the wrong episode. <laughs> that was last episode. Can I guess the first one? Yes. Bivouac. Yes. Okay. Which is, I mean, they use like bivouacking, but uh-huh. uh, it's a verb. Stay in a temporary camp without cover. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's usually a military thing. Yeah, it's usually a military thing. Yeah. So can I guess your second one? Yes. Or it might be your third because you said you have three. Yes. Stridulating. Stridulating. <laughs> yeah. So uh-huh. I can only find stridulate, which yeah, is yeah. also a verb. It's of an insect. Mm-hmm. Make a shrill sound by rubbing the legs, wings, or other parts, other parts uh-huh. of the body together. Uh-huh. So that's what the cricket was yeah. doing. Well, so the interesting thing I saw when because I, I looked that word up too. Mm-hmm. Fish and snakes can do it too. What fish? Yeah, yeah. and snakes. What fish? Yeah. No snakes uh, because of rattlesnake, right? No, it's that's not the same thing. That's just rattling. This is. Rubbing two parts together to make a high pitch. It's like a violin <laughs> noise. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Adulation. Oh, adulation. Yeah, that's a good one too. A noun, excessive admiration or praise. <laughs> yeah, good words. Good yeah, words. this episode had a lot of like good words that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's rate the episode. What do you rate the episode? Okay, so I originally had a three, but I think after talking about it, it went down uh-huh. to like a two point five. Okay. Uh, so at two point five alligators, <laughs> I just put the reasoning for this is that Fraser's just real grumpy in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm, I'm giving this one a, a 
I'm I'm actually gonna give this like I I think a two point eight. It's almost three. It's like, yeah, I was actually it's like, said two point five, but then I was thinking maybe two point seven. Well, I put so maybe two point seven is my final one. Okay, but it's funny because I don't actually after talking about it with you, it's not because Fraser is grumpy, but because the whole episode is just flimsy. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I, there not a lot has to change to bring this up above a three, but it's like it's. It's like there's a lot of parts where I'm just like, ah, oh, you missed. You came close and you whiffed. Like mm-hmm. and and it's like it was there. Like the the premise is there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are funny parts, but it's like there are too many parts where I'm just like, no, no, don't not that. Not that mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm mean, I'm in uh uh two point eight the uh bookshop ladies. Oh bookshop ladies. Yeah. Which Gail Abrams' rating isn't changing a whole lot. It was at a 2.5 because we rated Hungry Heart so low. Like, uh-huh. we gave Hungry Heart, like, a 1.5, which Dr. Nora was a 1 because that's when we decided that was, like, the low bottom, okay. like, can't go below a 1. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hungry Heart was a 1.5. Wow, that's pretty bad. Yeah. So, like, we're... You know, it's so Gail Abrams is already down at a two point five. It's like it's gonna go up a little bit because it's like a two point seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna go up a scotch. Which so the IMDb rating on this is seven point eight. Which kind of low for that. Kind of low. It's yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. I think it's like better if you're not analyzing it. Yeah, like compared to other episodes, like if it's just like standalone, it's fine. Like I said, like I gave it a three, but yeah. eh. But, like, I feel like this isn't one that I feel like that thing where I say, I feel like if we went back and re-rated it, I'd have, I'd feel very different. I don't feel that way about this. I, this like, I might give like, it a three. Eh, I think it's, like, fine. Eh. It's fine. It was, eh. eh. There are yeah. much better episodes. Yeah. You know, there are probably things I gave a three that probably deserve higher than a three. Yeah, right. And that's what I'm saying. Like. There are definitely ones like that. Anyway, so then that brings us to the part of the episode called We're Listening, where we respond to messages you can send us on Twitter at Fraser Podcast or by email at FraserPod at gmail.com. Uh, we got a message from Sean Holland about Don Juan in Hell Part 2, where he says, I've tried to figure out when Hester died. She was in a Cheers episode when Fraser dated Diane. They even referenced it in the episode when Diane says, you, you threatened me to her. Uh, I think the idea was she died before Martin got shot. If... I remember right, Martin tells him, you haven't visited much since your mother died in the flashback oh, yeah, of Fraser yeah, Moon to yeah. Seattle. That yeah. sounds right. As for the thing with Dave's copy of the script, I noticed at the start of part one, the phrase one week earlier appeared at the bottom of the screen. So I think the hour-long version started with the car scene and flashed back to Belize. Oh. So yeah, I didn't notice that, but that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That does that does make sense. So Okay. And then we got a tweet from Ben, Island, uh, Island mm-hmm. Niles. Uh, who just said, I listened to your Don Juan in Hell episode, and let me assure you that I will be explaining my username choice. Yes! Uh, yes! I want to know. I want to know. Yes. Also, we should mention, we've gotten a couple of responses about our our future Seattle trip that we're talking Oh, we talking should mention about. that again. Yes. Yeah. So, we're gearing up to mm-hmm. finish the podcast we are. in 2020. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to do a trip just... Because it'd be fun, like David, I don't really go on trips very often. Go to Seattle. Podcasting all the time. Well, <laughs> not just because we're podcasting all the time, but because it's expensive to go on a trip. Yeah. But I'd like to go Patreon. to Seattle. It's I went there I 
had memories. My dad was stationed there when I was a little girl. We stayed in the cabin for Christmas, mm-hmm. where all I remember is getting super sick to my stomach. And also, I didn't have a Christmas stocking, so I used my socks as stockings. <laughs> and we watched a Christmas story. And also, I lost my favorite stick in the ocean. <laughs> And my mom told me that the birds would bring it back. Anyways, Mm -hmm. so I'm going back to Seattle (laughs) to find my stick. And also, I'd like to do like a meet and greet. If there's like interest in people going there, like it would be obviously in a year. So like in 2020, we can talk more about it. We'll know probably precisely how many more episodes we're going to have to record. But I would imagine probably sometime in after may of next year so like probably early fall late late spring early fall we'll we'll figure it out what i know i'm just amused at the fact that that it's like in your head summer doesn't exist it's like you know late late spring early fall not late spring that's what you just said oh i meant late summer late summer (laughs) i meant late summer definitely no it's hot But it it'll depend when we finish because yeah. I'd like to be done. So like it, depending on people that are interested, we can just like meet up at a cafe or we can rent a space and mm-hmm. just talk or we can like go to a bar or mm-hmm. all of the above. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. But I I would be super into like seeing people in some kind of context. So. Yeah. And when we get closer, we'll probably have a way for people to like sort of officially say like. Oh, we could do an like we could do like an event thing through Facebook or mm-hmm. our website or yeah. something. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. But it's just like we'll we'll have something more specific. But like you know, if you I just need idea, to know if know. we need to like rent a place yeah. to meet up, or if it's just going to be like three people. In which case, we can just do whatever and yeah, we'll yeah. figure we'll out. Hang out at Cafe Nervosa. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. we'll meet up at Cafe Nervosa. <laughs> Uh-huh. No, we're going to meet up at a Seattle's Best Coffee. <laughs> That's very important to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, there'll be more details, but that's uh, still, it's just a thing to think about. Let us know if you think you've got an idea of definitely yes or definitely no, which obviously, you know, it's not binding, but, you know, just kind of we like to get an idea of how, how you're Yeah, feeling. and, like, I mean, this is the thing is just, like, it's just going to be, like, Dave and I hanging out. Yeah, so. we're going. I mean, we're going to be there. So yeah. depending on, I just need, like, if 10 people are going to, like, be there, then I definitely want to, like, get a space so yeah. we can, like, hang out, yeah. like, formally all together. But if it's only going to be, like, two people, that's great. Mm-hmm. And we'll figure out the logistics of that. So. Right. Yep. And if people are interested in us m- meeting and greeting in other places, that's cool too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I want to do Seattle just as an homage to Fraser. Right, totally. But go ahead. You what? said like people had said things in reaction. And oh no, I no, just that's it. Over you. Okay, no, no. That, I was just saying like we we've gotten a couple of, of messages about it, but like the more the more we know from people, the better we can kind of plan for what it's going to be. But also, yeah, it's just, I mean, like, we'll, we'll I, we're, this is like later. Two, yeah, this it's is a like a year and a half away. Yeah, probably. Like, close I mean, to we can talk about this in a year, January yeah. 2020. And like, we're it's not like we're buying plane tickets right, right now. We're just it's just something worth thinking about. Right. And and I want if people are interested, I'm going to like put more thought into like where yeah. we should meet up 
it should it, are there going to be 30 people there and i need to get like a big conference room mm-hmm. and bagels <laughs> and some scones some banana scones and if you can't make it but you want to help our trip better be better when we do go <laughs> we got a patreon it's at patreon.com slash tgif arcade appreciate it if you can you know if you want to toss a toss a dollar away well if you like all our weird banter there's more of like behind the scenes stuff where we kind of talk about things that we don't really talk about on the podcast so things are can get a little more racy Uh there like it's not explicit it's not anything like that but maybe maybe it's a little more sexy or a little more weird (laughs) or mostly us talking about cereal or whatever yeah like it's usually not Anything more than us just talking about cereal or other nonsense like that, like but yeah, we just talked about how much we love the podcast cereal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, anything else you want to say nope. on that? Okay, cool. Then with that, this has been episode nine hundred three, the first temptation of Daphne, and this is TJF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Also, one last thing I just realized: it's the last temptation of Christ. Not the first. It's the last temptation. It's the first temptation of Daphne. The movie is the last temptation of Christ. Oh. Well, I'm glad just, that you clarified that. It was that just a thing I realized, like, at the very end. I was like, I said it's the first temptation of Christ. It's the last temptation of Christ. Anyway, that's it. Bye! Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night, Seattle! We love you!